0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity.
1: Culture. The more you focus on fun, the more fun you have. Welcome to Get Back and Loser starting a podcast, man. Fuck this shit. Welcome back again. Um, no, it's not welcome back. Is no, whatever. Let's, let's fucking roll with that shit. Let's roll with that shit. Hey, welcome back to Get and Loser starting a podcast. I am Chop
0: and I'm Cheetah.
1: You know what day it is, Cheetah? <sighs>
0: <sighs> the fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> How, we've been doing this for almost sixty episodes. How do you still not have it down? Still. Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. Practice comes perfect picture. But anyway. You couldn't even say that right. Well, whatever. Well, how you fucking say then, clown? Practice makes perfect. You yeah. said practice makes picture. Yeah, picture perfect. But anyway, today's is, today is another segment of Chopper Cheetah in the morning.
0: But at night.
1: Yes. Dude, I like that. I like how we just fucking just ramble on bullshit. Mm-hmm. Listen, before we get deep into any of the shit we want to
0: talk about. I just want to take a quick minute to tell you guys a little bit about my weekend that I had. Because I had probably one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. And you know, I don't want to just tell you guys about my low days. I want to tell you about my good days, too. Good days. So, first of all, Saturday, uh, I went to my cousin Josh's wedding, which was amazing. I'm I'm very happy that I went. Uh, it was a it was a great experience. You know, I'm... uh. Me and Josh and my brother—we've always been close our whole lives. So to see him, you know, tie the knot to literally his dream girl—I mean, his wife is literally match made for him. I mean, it was awesome. I'm not gonna lie, I cried a little bit because you know it was like, Josh was always like another older brother to me growing up. You know what I mean? So seeing him tie the knot, you know, it was it was awesome, man. I really enjoyed it. I mean, we had a good time. We danced. You know, the food was phenomenal. Uh, you know, it was a good time, man, you know, me, I was there with my brother, my mom, my dad, Scotty's uh, fiance, Rachel, I mean, I mean, we all had a really fun time, and I, it, it was nice because for the first time in a long time, all of us were together, we were all happy, you know what I mean, we got to celebrate with Josh and the rest of our family, which was awesome, and you know, just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to give you guys, you know, tell you guys about that and how much fun I had, and how uh I'm really happy that I was able to go to that because it was an awesome experience. And you could tell that those two are nerds because not only did they have their the lady who, you know she's not a priest, but you know what I mean. Like the ones that like do the like ceremonies.
1: Ordained minister?
0: Yeah. They had her in her like speech of like what she was saying, they had her read a Doctor Who quote. So I mean that tells you right there that they're fucking nerds. Nerds. And it was pretty funny because when they said Doctor Who, I could look around and see all these old people thinking, Who the fuck is Doctor Who? And I'm just sitting there like you know what I mean I know what it was. But before the ceremony they had like they had like uh they had the circle of life like theme playing, which was hilarious. <laughs> they also had Star Wars themes playing. I mean you could tell it was a full blown nerd wedding. But it was literally perfect for them. You know, they looked great. Josh's wife looked, you know, gorgeous. Josh looked awesome, man. He looked just like my grandfather. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm just really happy that I was able to join in that special moment with them. It was an awesome experience. And, you know, it was a really good night for me, which I really, you know, I really liked. Because I just had a really long, super annoying week at work. So, to be able to unwind that night with my family and shit was awesome. It was really cool.
1: Hey, hey um, um, uh, my bad. Are you done?
0: What were you going to say, man? You can't ever wait.
1: Uh, I'll let you finish.
0: No, I'm just saying. It was nice to unwind and see, you know, old family again and, you know, catch up because, you know, there's a lot of that family that we don't get to see much anymore because my dad's side of the family is fucking literally huge. Uh, So there's a lot of them we don't get to see as much anymore. So it was cool to see everybody, you know, and, you know, I kept making jokes all night about, you know, how our little boys all growing up. But, you know, I know Josh said that, you know, he doesn't always get a chance to listen to these, but if in, you know, some miracle he does listen to this episode, I just want to say, Josh, uh, I'm insanely
1: proud of you, man. Big fish, you, little fish, proud you, of you.
0: You've, uh. You've grown up into a you know, an amazing young man. You know, I know grandma and grandpa would be so proud if you were if they were still here today. I know I'm proud of you. Scotty's proud of you. Uh, you know.
1: Big fish over here, proud of you, little fish.
0: What shut the fuck up? He doesn't even remember any of that. Hey, he I I remember any, I, I, I shut the fuck up. Anyways. Josh, I'm proud of you. Uh Becky, I'm happy for you guys. Welcome to the fam. Uh, it's a good thing you've been around pretty much Josh's entire life because now you know what you're getting into because any sane person would not choose to be in this family. But, you know, you kind of already fit perfectly. So, Josh, Becky, I love you guys. Congratulations on your marriage. And, uh, you know, thanks for letting me be there. Thanks for letting me join in on a moment. But I am kind of mad that I wasn't able to give a speech. But I mean, that's okay. We'll talk about that another time.
1: We we'll talk about that. We talk about that. We'll talk about that, Josh. We'll talk about that personally. We we'll talk about that personally. We know where we from. But anyway, um, I how's Cheetah saying? Because you had that long work week from Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I know. I normally don't pick him up if it's like a, a situation where. Hey, um, I need you, I need you picking me up because I don't have no ride. Like, three days in a row? Hey, he bought me a cheeseburger. I was happy about that. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. But listen,
0: to round out my already great weekend, because Saturday was already great. But then the rounded out Sunday, I was out with my mom. Uh, we went over to Five Below because she had to return a couple things. And we're pulling into the parking lot. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this dude. And I, like, know instantly, like, yo, that's that's my boy Mark. You know what I mean? And I hadn't seen this guy in probably at least five, six years, maybe even ten years. Like, it's been a while. And I'm like, without even, like, really thinking about what I was doing, before my mom could even stop the car, literally while the car is still moving, I jumped out of it to run over this dude. And I'm like, Mark, and, you know, and, like, he instantly remembered who I was. You know, we had a nice big fucking bro hug, which was awesome. And it was just great, man. It just felt like, you know, I don't know if anybody else really... Feels like this about a lot of shit, but I feel like, you know, lately, the past couple of years, I've started to think that, you know, I've started to realize that some things happen for a reason, and I feel like Mark coming back into my life now, you know, after all the shit I went through, you know, all my (laughs) mental health struggles and all, I feel like him coming back now is kind of like the universe telling me, like, yo, man, things are finally going to start getting better, you know, which was awesome, man. I was super excited to see him. It's fucking great, man. Literally almost my entire hot childhood. Um, most of my most of my best stories from back then all start with me, Mark, and Cody. Because, you know, those are my boys, you know? I talked about them a little bit on our skateboarding episode. But those were my fucking boys, man, you know? And I was really heartbroken when we all lost touch. And it wasn't, you know, anything that any of us did, you know? It wasn't on bad blood. We just, you know, we grew up and we kind of grew apart, unfortunately. That's, that's, you know, that's a sad reality of... You know, adulthood, that happens to a lot of people. A lot of people lose touch with their closest friends. But, you know, thankfully, you know, the universe put us in the right place at the right time, and now I'm going to hang out with the big fool again tomorrow for the first time in probably 10 years.
1: Yeah, this funny thing is funny things. I had a funny story with me, you, and Mark. Uh, that was a crazy night. That was the night when Chop tried to run from the police. I told Cheetah, I said, dude, go to fuck fucking other block and me around. He's like, oh, what? He comes near me. The cop pulls up to us and like, says, sir, you know what you guys do? doing? I was like, at the time, I was like, sir, uh, oh, we don't know what we're doing. Oh, oh my bad. Oh,
0: I just straight up told the cop. I'm like, listen, we're fucking stupid. And he just laughed it off and he's like, all right, you guys get home. And We're like, okay.
1: Okay, we did well. We went to pick pick his friend up. Then, yeah. we, then we decided to go uh, ride it. We only had like a couple bucks. It was like that struggle. We only had a couple bucks. Uh, well, then we got some, like a pack of gum and something to drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was just a good taste, man. But yeah, Mark's my fucking boy, dude. I'm so excited to hang out with him again.
1: You know, the, the funny part about that story was um, is uh, we got to the catwalk. Like, of course these idiots want to go out there and just show their bare ass a, a cup of tr- <laughs>
0: Like, we did a lot of crazy shit on that catwalk.
1: Yeah, we fucking us out of the cell uh, middle school, bleachers.
0: I remember one time me and Mark threw a giant summer sausage off that catwalk on the three-way. Probably wasn't the best idea, but it was funny at the time.
1: It was like, what the fuck? Then later in the night, we, we called... Uh, I think our cousin came over for a little bit. Probably. Yeah, we told him, was like, you f-, he, he looked at us, you fucking you couldn't get arrested that night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean...
1: Yo, I think that was the night where your dad told you you got to go to bed and me and your brother were staying up playing 64. Probably.
0: But, uh, yeah, man. I just wanted to let you guys in on my, you know, I had a pretty good weekend, which was awesome. And like I said, man, I'm just fucking super hyped to see Mark again, man. I can't wait to hang out with this dude. I hope it's just like the old days. I'll tell you guys, because I know that he just said he listened to our Tropic Thunder episode. So chances are he'll probably listen to this one at some point. And I want to make sure that this motherfucker hears this, because I want him to know that I have not forgotten all these years later. One of my best stories with that dude is the first night I ever slept. Well, be, be, when he, me and him became friends in high school, right, We uh, he used to tell me all the time, he used to be like, oh, you know, like this dude would literally go out of his way to tell me how much he fucking loved cheese. Which I always thought was fucking weird. Because I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, nobody just loves cheese that much. Well, this fucking guy did. Well, he had a brick of cheese
1: underneath well, the pillow.
0: I was trying to tell the fucking story and you ruined it. Thanks a lot.
1: You still can tell me about the story.
0: No, I can't. You just fucking ruined the whole punchline. No, no, no. Anyways, listen. This fucking dude invited me over his house to spend the night one night. And while I'm getting ready to fucking fall asleep... He's like, I I hear him munching on something. I turn over, and this dude pulled out a fucking brick of cheese from underneath his pillow, and he starts chewing on it. And it was fucking hilarious. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And I just, like, I've not forgotten it to this day. I remember his fucking dad was, like, screaming at him. She's like, Mark, what the fuck are you doing with a brick of cheese? Shit was fucking great, dude. It's one of my favorite memories with him. And I just want him to know that I have not forgotten it all these years later. So... I just wanted to tell you guys that, that I had a pretty solid weekend, and uh, it meant a lot to me because, you know, I've been kind of in a slump these past couple of weeks, so it was nice to, you know, kind of get a change of pace and, you know, get some good juices flowing, so. You
1: know, it, you was, know. it was funny when Cheetah texted me, he said, get you out right across. I was like, oh, God, I don't know who. You show me a picture of Andy Menachas. I got peas in my head because they call me a pea head. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, when we were growing up, I, that was my nickname for Mark. I used to call him Andy Milonakis because he looked just fucking like that, dude. That's hilarious. Yo,
1: is he still fat? No no offense, Mark. No,
0: he's fucking jacked now.
1: <laughs> it
0: was funny because, like, when we fucking, when I first introduced Drew, when I first introduced Chop to fucking Mark, I told him that his real name was Andy Milonakis. And, like, he was, he, at first he really thought that was only, that was his actual name. Till Mark was like, no, man, my name is Mark.
1: Yo, yo, I heard another story from you guys. It was, uh, uh, was it his dad that you keep on yelling at you guys all the time?
0: Yo, his, dad, his dad's the fucking greatest, dude. I love his dad. His dad remains one of my favorite parents ever, dude. He's so fucking funny. He used to rag on us all the time when we were kids, dude, and it was the greatest. He would just, like, come in and just tell us to shut the fuck up all the time. Yo. We were such badass kids, dude, but he would come in and he would just put us in our place so fast. It was great
1: you know, you know that remind me of uh, Beebs and Butthead. You know how they got that one guy in like the early, early episodes, seasons, where he had that dude who was being strict on them. That's why I feel like that guy was to you guys because you were like bees and Butthead.
0: That's what he was, dude. He was fucking hilarious. Oh dude. God, he was, damn it! He was, the, he was the man, dude. He used to he used to tell us we were fucking idiots all the time. He was such a good dude, though. Super nice. Always took care of us, man. You know. Even when I still, when I see him out, he'll still come up to me and give me a hug, dude, because, you know, I just, you know. It was literally like me, Mark, and Cody for fucking years, dude. It was just us three, just nothing but us, three for fucking summer after summer. Even in the winter, dude. Like, I fucking hate hanging out in the winter, but it was always the three of us hanging out. It was great, man. You know, it was.
1: It was, um, was Mark part of the squad days? Was he part of no, 87?
0: No, no, no. That was way after Mark. That was during the years where, like, me and Mark didn't really talk anymore. Where oh, kind of drifted apart.
1: Oh, when you moved to 87 and you just decided, this you
0: boy. Well, no, me and him still hung out when I moved to 87. Oh. He's the reason I met Fonzie. Really? Yeah, because Fonzie and Mark's little brother were best friends. Oh, and it, that's how I met Fonzie. I
1: thought don't, I don't it was because you were about to fight Fonzie for something.
0: No, I never wanted to fight that dude. Well, I did want to fight him one time on Halloween. He stole Snickers from me. <laughs> I tried to fight his ass. But I was kind of pissed that day because I was supposed to hang out with somebody and they bailed.
1: Yo, um, Mark, if you do listen to this, we would like to have you as a, as a guest on our episode. If, I it, already
0: invited him. It was one of the first things I said to him.
1: What the wait, fuck you said?
0: I was just like, "Yo, bro." He was like, "Yo, we gotta catch up, bro." And I am like, "Yeah, you come be on the pod." Yeah, come be on the pod. I said, "Come fucking show on the pod, dude." You know, I am trying to get on before I get Henry on here, so I can make Henry jealous.
1: Oh fuck it, Mark, fuck bitch ass Henry. Can you do that for us? Be be one of the eighty seven days, boys.
0: Yeah, that's my boy, dude. That's my boy back in the day, man.
1: All right. You used to get me into so much trouble. All right. The next segment on our talk show. Sports. Yo, know, you see that LeBron, he signed a two-year, $97.1 million deal with the Lakers.
0: And you see LeBron's actually a bitch?
1: You see that? You want to get fucking five-knuckle shuffle over
0: here? Don't be one of those guys, man. Don't suck LeBron's dick. You know he's a little bitch.
1: No, all right. The best one is I think I just saw. It was uh the Green Bay Packers young wide receivers met with quarterback after Aaron Rodgers ranted.
0: Yeah. Yo, I got a strong feeling that Aaron Rodgers kind of gonna suck this season. Yeah. I feel like without Devontae Adams, he's gonna take a big hit,
1: man. Yeah. He's still he still got he still got random ghost Cobb. Yeah, but
0: I don't know, man. I'm feeling like Aaron Rodgers might be past his prime, maybe.
1: Yeah, but he he's back to back MPPs.
0: Yeah, well he's also back to back fucking hippie. See that dude lately? He looks like a fucking hippie.
1: Yo, he reminds me of my friend Gallagher. He's to cut his fucking hair. Yo, he he looked funny doing that golf audit.
0: He's to cut his hair and get away from Cheyenne, Cheyenne Woodley. That bitch is nuts.
1: Yo, you want know to speak of nuts? Um, what you do about the like Josh Allen was not supposed to show that red helmet to us yet.
0: I don't know. I fucking love that guy. I would kiss him around his lips.
1: No, but I'm hoping if they do the red helmet, I hope they don't go with the uh, red jerseys.
0: Dude, I already seen an article that said that uh, the helmet's never going to be used. It was a, it was like a ploy. It was like a joke helmet. They're not actually ever going to use it.
1: Yep. Whether they do use the red helmet,
0: they already literally said they weren't going to.
1: Huh. But anyway, um, yeah, let's fucking... Fucking weird. Uh, it was funny. Uh, uh, their backup quarterback, uh, who was it, Case Callum?
0: Case Keenum.
1: Yeah, he uh, dressed up as a as a fan, trying to get autographs. Yeah, no, I know. I've seen that. It was funny. He, he, almost, he almost got kicked out by security. Yeah, it was funny. And, hey, yeah, I work. I work here.
0: Oh, and uh, more related sports news: the Dolphins still suck. You're welcome.
1: And more related sports news: Jets sucks.
0: Poor Jets, man. They're just gonna like continue sucking, I think right, probably. Forever. I think
1: I think I think the best news for the Jets is Zach Wilson, MILF Hunter. Yo, Zach Wilson, man. I, I hate
0: your team, bro, but I give you props.
1: Oh, okay, girl. Oh, okay, I've been dating this girl for a little bit. Oh, goes with my best friend? I I heard the dude is still best friends with the dude he's uh, hooked up with his mom. Yeah,
0: speaking of MILFs, bro. Let's let's just pivot this real quick. Little side little side uh thing real quick and then we'll go back to the actual thing. Let's talk real quick pop culture news real quick. I know two guys our age should not be talking about this kind of shit, but it's fucking hilarious. I just want to mention it real quick. Did you know that Addison Ray, you know Addison Ray, the TikTok star? I think so. Did you know that her father wants to fight the rapper Young Gravy? What the fuck? <laughs> because Young Gravy is now hanging out with his ex-wife. Because you know, like Young Gravy's whole thing is that like he likes MILFs. So, like, they he's been like hanging out with Addison Ray's mom and shit. So now, like, her ex husband wants to fight him in a boxing match, and shit. It's fucking hilarious. I just want to, I just want to plug that right quick.
1: You know, um, talking talk about um, talking about football, college. The college preseason rankings are in. Why, why NCAA? You put fucking Alabama number one. They fucking suck. They should never been in the fucking finals. They suck.
0: Yeah, they suck.
1: Oh, right, I'm going to just, I'm going to just name the top 25. If you guys have any opinions about it, just let me know cuz Cheetahs really don't know about college football. Alabama number 1, number 2 Ohio State, number 3 uh Georgia Bulldogs, my team right there. Number 4 Clemson, number 5 North number 6 Texas A&M, number 7 Utah, number 8 Michigan, number 9 Oklahoma, number 10, Bailey. Wow, they finally (laughs) actually ranked up. Uh, Number 11, uh, Oregon. Number uh, 12, Oklahoma State. Number 13, North Carolina State. Number 14, in the early 2000s, I hate this team. UFC Trojans. Number 15, Michigan State. Number 16, Miami of uh, Florida. Because you know there's like two different Mammies. Number 17, Pittsburgh number eighteen, Wisconsin number nineteen, Arkansas number twenty, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky's finally back in the rankings. What the fuck? Uh, number twenty one, Ole Miss. Number twenty two, Wake uh, Wake Forest. Number twenty three, Cincinnati. Number twenty four, Houston, and number twenty five, BYU. <clears throat> yeah, what if? Yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. Like I see somebody seem that it should not be on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, was, Excuse me. I see some of these teams that shouldn't really be on the top twenty five. But my top ten the top ten is like weird. Like Baylor. Utah. Uh I hope I hope they prove themselves this year in uh, college football. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Uh yeah, we we're talking about how Aaron Rodgers and uh his wide receiver quartersers already talked to him about his his pre Madonna uh babyness
0: mm-hmm
1: you know you hear that dude that um the MLB player that was on uh, MLB the show 22 or 21 uh he got suspended for 80 games for yeah. drug for drug use Jesus like what what the fuck? like how how the hell are you going to be a, a cover athlete and you get busted for drugs Hey, you tell the kids, hey, kids, it's okay to do drugs.
0: I don't know. I feel like there's something we, I feel like they're in like the NFL world news. I feel like there's kind of like an elephant that we should talk about, but I don't really want to talk about it. Go ahead and talk about it. Do you think that Deshaun Watson should get a bigger
1: game suspension than what he got? Oh, God, man. It got me rumbling my tongue right now.
0: Dude, a very sensitive topic, and I, a lot of people have different views on it. But I feel
1: like we should. We should I talk. feel like
0: if we didn't at least address it, you know, it'd
1: be. I, I get it, six games, but how the fuck are you going to let Kyler Ridley, Ridley from the Atlanta Falcons get suspended for a year for fifteen hundred dollars? Yeah, that,
0: that, that fifteen hundred dollars, like that, doesn't really make a lot of sense to me.
1: But honestly. then technically, uh, Watson, he did us he didn't play all last year. If it's like a two, if it's like a two year thing, he should get like that guy from uh, the baseball, the pitcher. He got two year, he got two year suspension for sexual misconduct on his wife or something. I think he should, uh, or the situation was with uh, when Tom. You remember back when Tom Brady got suspended for four games because the the flight game. Mm-hmm. Um, they either it was cool because we beat the Patriots during that time, but. They should never suspend Don- Tom Brady because how the hell you throw a ball seventy yards in the air perfectly? But that's besides the point. We can talk about that suspension later. But, yeah, just, like, either suspend the kid or give him more time. I, I've- I believe give him, like, a year.
0: I don't know. I mean.
1: But it, it depends on the situation, too. I'm kind of
0: iffy on it. Not, like, iffy that I don't think you should get any, get any suspension. I feel like. He should definitely be suspended. Probably a lot more than what he's getting suspended for. But uh, one of the things that has always kind of irked me since all this has happened is a lot of the people that are in his defense are saying, oh, well, if, you know, he really did something, why is he settling out of court with all these people? Well, you don't settle out of court with these people if you're innocent, bro. You don't settle outside of court if you're innocent. The only reason you settle outside of court is because you know you're guilty and you don't want to take trial. Because you don't want to run the risk of, you know, actually being in a trouble for it. So, listen, I think, you know, obviously, like you said, the Kelvin Ridley thing compared to this is a complete joke, in my opinion. If anybody deserves more time, it, I think they should switch it. If anything, I think Kelvin Ridley should get what fucking Deshaun Watson got, if anything at all. Which, honestly, I don't even think what he did was really that big of a deal, but whatever.
1: But uh, speaking of the, the the really situation, you know how he gets spent for a whole year? Uh, Cincinnati Reds finally, I don't know how true this is. Don't quote me. Don't come after me about this one. They finally give Pete Rose the recognition, the standing ovation he deserves for, like, I was talking to this one guy. He's fucking Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Pete Rose is the guy that's, uh, you remember uh, back in the early, mid-90s when he got tombstone by Kane? At WrestleMania, it was always a funny joke. Maybe he was. Possibly a get, uh, Pete Rose was probably one of the better baseball players, but when he was uh, a manager, he uh, bet it against his team to win, yeah. not to lose, not to throw games, not to do anything, just to win. Um, the not this commissioner, but the two commissioners go didn't like what he did. He's, he's not putting him in the hall, but he, just, he for for his player attributes, he should be in the hall. But uh he was not been like, Hey guys, can you throw the game for us? Like mm-hmm. like sh- like the uh Black Black Sox or Shoeless Joe Jackson, he can never go into the hall of fame because of that. you uh Man, that's another topic I do right there. I've we're, heard stories about that one. But we definitely got to talk about that one. But anyway, uh yeah, I'm I'm kinda glad that uh I'm kinda glad that uh, what's McCall got uh, his final his Ovation in Cincinnati. That means we're we're closer for him to get in the hall.
0: All right, well, regardless of everything else, obviously me and Chop kind of share the same sentiment here that you know Deshaun Watson deserves more time for what he did. And no one will ever be able to convince me otherwise. You don't settle outside of court if you're not guilty. So obviously he's guilty of something that he doesn't want the rest of the world to know. That's why he's settling with all these people. (laughs) Uh, But I think he should get at least a year suspension, at
1: least. Uh, At least a year? If you guys- and
0: that fucking money that they're paying him is ridiculous, dude. Especially with the allegations against him. I mean, that kind of has made me... Like, honestly, anybody who listens to this knows that I'm not, like, huge on football. I don't know a lot about it. You know what I mean? I'm Mostly, most of my knowledge is about the Bills. But, I mean, the Browns kind of lost my respect as an organization when I seen that they're giving that dude that much money. And, that kind of pissed
1: me off. And, you know, also, fucking uh, rattled my cage on that. Get rid of Blake, uh, Baker Mayfield for a fifth-round fucking pick. How the fuck you do? Well, I don't even think
0: Baker Mayfield's that bad of a quarterback, honestly.
1: He's, he, he's not bad. It's just, it's just the Browns organization cannot know how to keep a damn quarterback.
0: And They're, didn't last year, didn't he play with the whole year with a fucking shoulder
1: injury? I'm, yeah, I'm not really for sure. But, yeah, something, he was hurt. Uh, like, yeah, but I don't like the Browns. I don't care if you're a Browns fan. If you're a Browns fan chop are a little f- bitch. If you're a Browns fan, Chopper Cheese is going to fight you in the parking lot. Prepare. <laughs> but anyways. Uh- anyways,
0: yeah, let's let's get past that. I just, that was just something I wanted to mention real quick. Just, you know, get our man, thoughts on that. Man. But also, real quick, in, in football news. I mean, it was pretty much already official anyways, but now it's really official. Cole Beasley. He's definitely not coming back to Buffalo. <laughs> he addressed that on his Instagram about why he left. Which, you know, I mean, a lot of people are going to say, you know, oh, well, you know, because of his politics, I'm not going to miss him. But i got to be honest, man, I'm going to miss him. He was a fucking beast. I'm not saying that, you know, nobody will take a spot because, I mean, it's looking like Isaiah McKenzie's been working his ass off off-se- this off season. But, I mean, I think, you know, I think when the season starts, I think people are going to be missing Cole Beasley, man. That motherfucker was always open. It didn't matter where he was. He was constantly open. So, I mean, I'm sad that he's leaving, but, I mean, I get it. You know, shit happens. What are you going to do? But, you know, yeah, that kind of made me a little sad. I cried a little.
1: Oh, that fuck is. Yeah. I was like, yeah, besides, besides the point, I, ho- I hope he finds a good team that will appreciate him.
0: He probably won't even play, dude. He'll probably retire.
1: And probably, but anyway,
0: he'll probably just say "fuck it." All right, dude, what do you want to get into next? You Want to get some crime news? I got a little bit, not much.
1: All yeah, right.
0: it's your episode. You, where you want to go? In? What category do you want to go to next?
1: Man, I should definitely when we do when we do these episodes, we definitely gotta have like like this is what we talk Buffalo. Yeah,
0: we do that. You just don't do that. I do that every time.
1: Yeah, whatever. You fucking don't. All right. Let's talk about crime,
0: then. All right, I don't got much. I got a little bit. Real quick, first of all, something that surprised me when I read it, so I know it's going to surprise everybody else. You know Michelle Branch? You know? If I could fall into, into the sky. sky. Yeah, you know that girl?
1: Come on, you defend the
0: Lines, yeah. She got arrested. What the fuck? For assaulting her husband. That's crazy, man. Did Come on, like, girl. A thousand miles to hit your hubby? That's fucked well, up. Hit your hubby with some salt? That's fucked up. She hit that motherfucker. That's crazy. I didn't read too far into it, but yeah, she hit that dude. But also, spinning off of that, in good crime news, the FBI rescued more than 200 trafficking victims, including 84 children, in Operation Cost Country. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's pretty fucking badass. I always love to hear about those kinds of, you know, those kinds of uh, stories, you know, where, like, they save trafficking victims. That's always awesome. And then uh, I got another one, crazy one here for you. An Alaska man gets nearly 100 years in prison for killing a 16-year-old classmate in 2016. What the fuck? Yeah, tell me about it. A 22-year-old man was sentenced to 99 years in prison for killing his 16-year-old classmate and burning his car in 2016. The Alaska Department of Law announced the judge handed Eric Elmendinger a sentence of 79 years for first-degree murder, 5 years for first-degree assault, 10 years for kidnapping, 5 years for tampering with physical evidence, A $2,500 fine for arson and a $2,500 fine for first-degree vehicle theft. According to the statement on November 13, 2016, Almondinger reportedly pistol-whipped the victim, David Grunwald, in a camper near Almendinger's home. Almendinger took Grunwald's car and drove him for about half an hour, took him to the woods where they walked for about 30 minutes, then he killed him. Investigators reportedly found Grunwald's body almost three weeks after he was killed, and his car, which had been burned, was found near far, was found far away near the Telcinita Mountains. The statement says Grunwald was emotionally tortured, and Palmers Superior Court Judge Gregory Heath found Allmendinger's crimes were truly horrific and committed for no apparent reason. Almendinger was sentenced four years after he was found guilty in May 2018. It's fucking crazy.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Almendinger is the third of four defendants to be sentenced for his role in Grundlewood's death. Dominic Johnson was sentenced to 99 years for first degree murder, and Austin Barrett was sentenced to 45 years for second degree murder. Bradley Renfor is awaiting sentencing. That's fucking wild. What the fuck? Crazy as fuck, dude! Imagine you do something in two thousand sixteen. You got, you think you got away with that shit? Boom! Guess again, bitch! Guess again, bitch! Yeah, that's fucking wild, dude. That's a fucking wild shit.
1: Yo, dude. Uh, to be honest, I'm gonna start doing my more of my research for next week's episode. Our 60th episode. It's gonna be a good surprise episode for you guys. Is oh yeah. Is your is your brother confirmed? Yes or no.
0: I don't know. I have to ask him
1: tonight. Fuck it. If he's not, then we just roll how we did before.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, the episode's not
1: really going to change whether or not he's here. No, but anyway, um, sorry cutting you off.
0: Mm, hold on.
1: Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just getting, I'm just getting a list ready for you. For what? You know what you told me.
0: For next week. No, No. Oh, for what we talked about on the way in. Yeah. All right.
1: Because I'm trying to find... Yeah, I'm not going to say that until we get to that segment.
0: I'm just looking through, like, you know, this True Crime Daily uh, website that I got just to see some of the big stories. Did you say that ex-NFL player's brother was accused of fatally shooting youth football coach during game? No. Yeah. Former cornerback Akib Taleb brothers reportedly really surrendered to police after allegedly shooting a youth football coach during a game. You know who that guy is? Akeem Taleb? No. Oh, well, fuck him then.
1: Sounds familiar, but don't know. Uh... Shut up. You shut up. So sick of you. I'm so so far over here. Virginia
0: man sentenced for abusing his two children and tying one to a wooden cross and beating him.
1: Oof. Yo, know, um... What a sick fuck. Yo, know, um, I want to talk about what happened, like, probably, like, last week or so. It happened in North Town, Wanda. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yo, know, in North Town, Wanda, um, supposedly, uh, if you guys didn't hear, uh, a girl was on a, uh, on a bridge, and she fell, to, she fell and cracked her head open and died. Was, they ruled it as accidental. It was no train to hit her. Mm-hmm. I just, dude, just imagine you getting that call. It's like, dude, uh, some died at the train tracks. Yeah, fuck but, that. But if a train hits you, you won't be and You won't how she is. You'd be all torn up in pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. An OnlyFans and social media model
0: from Austin, Texas was arrested in Hawaii after allegedly fatally stabbing her boyfriend in Miami, Florida. Damn. Damn. That's fucked up, girl. Why you do that? Why, because you wouldn't take pictures of your butthole for people on the internet to see? A butthole. Butthole. Come on, girl. That's fucked up. You hear about Alex Jones?
1: No, who's Alex Jones? You don't know Alex Jones, man? Come on.
0: Come on, man.
1: What's going on with Alec Jones? He's
0: like a big, like, conspiracy theorist guy.
1: What happened? He got caught?
0: No, he got... He has to pay the families of Sandy Hook... Uh, Sandy Hook victims for claiming that the attack was a false flag.
1: Are you talking about that thing that happened back 2016? Yeah, dude, way back in the day. I can, I can recall it way back in the day, but it's not really way back in the day. Yeah, he's... Forgot what they said he had to pay, but he's got to pay something. Yo, I hate I hate to be that guy. who would be like, "Oh, this shit is fake. This shit is fake." But play, can you come to our office and you're gonna pay the family's uh, royalty fees of your bullshit? Mm-hmm. Yo, just imagine that. Just imagine your conspiracy thing comes real. Whatever conspiracy what conspiracy? you talk. talking about
0: 2016? It was 2012, fool. Really? That long? Yes.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, Alex Jones called it a hoax. Called the the school shooting a hoax. So a bunch of families
1: sued him. How much money was that involved? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how much he's got to pay.
0: A Texas jury this month ordered Jones to pay 45.2 million dollars in punitive damages. 45. mil. How the fuck is he going to get that kind of money? I don't know. He just filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy.
1: Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, um, what a a little bitch. You got any more fucked up crimes? No, I'm fucking ready. On our next segment, Hollywood. 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 Uh Hollywood, yo. Yeah, what, what do you want to talk about Hollywood? You know Hollywood is like a wide range of topics.
0: I don't know. You want me to fucking tell you
1: my review of Day Shift first? Is it uh, non-spoiler? Yes. All right. Yeah. Just um. All right, y'all. We're gonna start doing this. Uh, every time we do Chop and Cheat in the morning, but at night, um, Cheetah's going. He used to have a movie review page, like before we got how we are now. He's going to start reviewing movies how he used to do it on his page. Yep. And uh the movie I got to review this week is
0: called The Day Shift. Uh, it's a Netflix movie starring Jamie Foxx, uh, Dave Franco, um, what's the fuck's name? Uh, Snoop Dogg, and uh, Megan Good. Well, let me just pull up a synopsis for you. The synopsis, baby. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Uh, A hardworking dad out to provide for his daughter uses a boring pool cleaning job as a front for his real gig, hunting and killing vampires. So, I mean, I watched this movie. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I went in kind of with some hopes up, you know. I mean, of course, I had my hopes up. You know, it's a fucking Vampire flick. I love Vampire flicks.
1: Do you like Twilight? No. Fuck that movie.
0: <laughs> but anyways, this is these are just a little bit of the notes that I, I jotted down while watching the movie. None of it's really spoiler. Uh, so first of all, I mean, if you're kind of on the fence about watching this movie, me watching it, this is what I felt. It kind of felt like a mix between John Wick and Blade. What the fuck? which was really cool, you know, I really enjoyed that part. It wasn't just like any you know, regular vampire flick. And I mean, and there's some fucking brutal kills in this thing, man. I mean, they 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 show you the guts and everything. Like it's brutal. Uh Jamie Fox and Dave Franco, uh they kind of, you know, they're kind of paired up for majority of the movie and they're fucking great together on screen. I would love to see them work together more because they were awesome together. Uh Snoop Dogg's not in a huge chunk of the movie, but he is there enough for, you know, for him to make a difference in scenes, which he's fucking great in it, too. Which, one thing that was kind of weird to me is when I was watching the movie, it didn't feel like I was watching Snoop Dogg, you know what I mean? And then, like, later on, I realized that it's because the director of the movie, like, went to Snoop Dogg, and he's like, oh, I don't watch Snoop Dogg for this movie and he like called him by his real name. He's like, I want him for this movie, oh, and I am gonna make you a fucking star,
1: you talking about Calvin.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like, he didn't play it as like Snoop Dogg. He played it as like you know just a regular actor. And I mean, I I can't lie to you guys, man. He was pretty good. I mean, he didn't he didn't say a lot, but like just like his physical like movements throughout the movie was I don't know, it's just enough to make me really enjoy it. Um, I was telling Chop on the way in, there is a house scene in the movie that reminded me a lot of like the Marvel. Uh, hallway scenes from, like, the Marvel TV shows on Uh, Netflix. Dude, those were probably one of the best. Which were fucking amazing. If you know what those are, then you know that they're fucking insane. And that's basically exactly what this house scene is. Uh, Also, I could definitely see Netflix turning this into a franchise of some sort. Um, You know, I said maybe, like, a trilogy of movies because I could see Jamie Foxx coming back and reprising this role as this character because I think... You know, I think they left it open enough for more stuff to happen, and he was great. So, you know, I mean, I could definitely see him coming back for a couple more movies. Maybe even do a spinoff, you know, maybe go back to, like, you know, when it first started, you know, kind of like first Vampire Hunters, I guess, kind of. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, there is a f- There is a few callbacks to older vampire flicks, or, I mean, monster flicks, which, I mean... There's probably a lot more that I just didn't pick up on, but I did kind of catch on to a, a Shaun of the Dead callback, kind of, which was pretty cool. Oh, sweet. Kind of made me laugh. But what really got me is near the end of the movie, there's a Lost Boys callback, which like really got me. I was like, oh, fuck, this movie's a solid in my book already. But I mean, that's really all I can really say about the movie without, you know, giving away too much. I mean, Jamie Foxx is fucking great, dude. He plays this character so awesomely, you know what I mean? Like, you really, like... And, I mean, they don't waste any time. I mean, pretty much right into the movie, it's getting right down to business. It tells you exactly what it's going to be, and it's fucking great. And Jamie Foxx really feels like a a John Wick-esque character, but for vampire, for vampires instead. Uh, overall, out of 10, I gave this movie a 7.8. I so- think it's a really solid flick. Um, I'm not going to say it's perfect because no movie's perfect. But recently, as of, like, Netflix movies that I've watched, I think it's a pretty solid one. And I would definitely be okay with a sequel or two. Um, you know, only if they bring back the original cast from this one, though, because everybody in this cast was amazing. They worked so well off each other. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's my review of The Day Shift on Netflix. Um, it's a pretty solid flick, I, you know, I, if you're into, like, you know, vampire flicks, you're into, like, vampire, if you're into kind of, like, Blade, but, like, not as, like, you know, not as, like, gory, I mean, I'd check it out, and, I mean, that's coming from somebody who's not even that huge of a fan of Jamie Foxx, and I fucking loved him in this movie, I thought he was great, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all, really, I got to say. About the day shift, I wanted. To, there was a couple other movies I wanted to try and watch to review today too, but I just didn't have the time because work's just been so busy and I've been sleeping like crazy. But uh, like Chop said, from now on, when we do, you know, these chop and cheat in the morning segments, I'm gonna, you know, try and get like a one or two movies knocked out and reviewed so I could talk about them on here.
1: Oh, definitely for sure. But uh,
0: yeah, that I mean, that's that's it for movie review segments, basically. Uh, I don't know what we'll see where Chop wants to go next. I th- uh, think we're staying in the in the Hollywoods. Yeah, so. we,
1: yeah, 'cause uh, yeah, we're gonna stay in Hollywood cause how how I'm looking at time. I'm not gonna say time because we can still continue on with this. A uh, uh, Hollywood segment is gonna be our last segment for the night.
0: Alright, well what do you want where do you wanna go next then? You wanna go to the question I was asking you, or you want to do something else
1: first? Uh, let's let's hop about these trailers. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's review these trailers. Yeah, uh, it's, it's funny because she usually tells me to do my homework. I'm not the person. I'm just a person that do everything last minute. If you know,
0: I was very surprised when I sent you the trailer and you said, "Oh yeah, I already watched this." When I was like, "Well, okay, he's on top of his game this week. I got it." Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Let's uh, talk about Cobra Kai first before anything else because we got to talk about no, it. no
1: no no Cobra Kai is like more of a hype for us.
0: Yeah, but like we got to talk about that trailer before anything else, dude. Like that trailer has to be first. I know there's two trailers. Yeah, I know. It's the first trailer we got to talk about, though. Is that one? Is Cobra Kai?
1: Why we don't talk about Wednesday? and Cobra Kai be
0: fucking hyped. Because I just need to talk about Cobra Kai, bro. Okay, I just need to talk about it. Oh, fuck it. yeah!
1: All right, let's talk about Cobra. Kai. Yo, I finally finished watching Cobra Kai, season four. I really liked it. Terry Silver's a fucking dickhead. Fuck that guy. Fuck Terry Silver. Stupid little fucking ponytail. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Who's that guy, who's that guy you follow on, uh, TikTok? Fuck Terry?
0: Oh, fucking, uh, Single
1: Dad's Kitchen? Fuck Terry. Hey, I really want to start from Single Dad's Kitchen. <laughs> Love that guy. But, cause Terry Silver? Fucking, I'm, i like, how, um...
0: He's such a piece of shit, dude.
1: Like, oh, okay, I'm just here, not to, not to me, I'm in my hippie stage and, uh, fucking, uh, John... Like, at first, I hate John.
0: Yo, fucking Terry Silver made me like John Creese, dude. That's how much I
1: fucking hate Terry Silver. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, that, if you guys didn't watch it yet...
0: Well, then you're fucking stupid. Uh, not We're fucking a month it. away from this next season. If you ain't watched season four, then you're fucking dumb.
1: Dude, I can't wait. But anyway, the, the trailer. Like, uh, as soon as you watch... Uh, wait,
0: before we, before we even break anything down, just first reactions real quick. What was your first reaction seeing the trailer? My first reaction? First
1: reaction to it. First reaction, like, holy fuck. My eyes were came like, fucking big and shit. I, I happened to watch trailers on Netflix because I got done watching it today. He's like, huh, let me see if there's any tr- teaser trailers. I'm just hoping they drop another trailer soon or this is going to keep us with two trailers.
0: I don't know. They might only do that. I mean, they might drop something else near the end of August, just something small. I hope they don't reveal too much, though.
1: Or, I hate know, when they fucking do that. Or, or just keep out the trailer, like, because for season four they had two trailers themselves. I mean, I could do that. Um, I'm down. I'm my reaction was fantastic because he, uh, if you remember, in season three, uh, Danny, is it Danny Russo? Mm-hmm. Uh, Russo went to Japan because he wanted to refound his roots, or he was having struggles with his uh, with his uh, JoJo with uh, Johnny. Uh, he ran into that, uh dude. He, I, yeah, he, the
0: chosen I, fucking the,
1: love that guy. Who, who are the guys? He, and um, when he's like again having a hard time, he goes talk to Mr. Miyagi. And, uh, yeah,
0: that's the fucking that's the guy's name, the chosen. That's all they call him, the chosen.
1: <laughs> like he was talking to Mr. Miyagi. At first, he was talking to him. He's like, All right, I get it. You're talking to him. But the camera, sh- bam, goes right to the fucking guy. Like, Holy fuck, I saw this guy in season three. Yeah, it was fucking awesome, dude. i was like alright. I can see I can see like at, when I watched the end of the episode ten uh, episode episode ten, season four, I'm watching like, alright, I'll i my boy uh what's his name? Who? The main the main care that Johnny's dating his mom. Oh, Miguel? I thought Miguel's gonna win. i was like, oh, okay, okay, cause I I wanna see a Robbie and Miguel fight again. But who you knew surprised me? Fucking Hawk!
0: Yeah, Hawk really, Hawk really stepped up in season four, man. They his character arc has probably been one of my favorites in the whole show.
1: At first, like if you heard us uh, talk about this earlier, I don't know, I'm getting chills talking about Cobra Cat because like he...
0: Hawk goes from being like this fucking little nerd to becoming this fucking badass, then he's... then becoming kind of a piece of shit for a while, and now he's like back to being a homie again. I'm just like, fuck, man, I love this dude's character. Yo,
1: arc, man." yeah, yo, you knew his character. I like uh. His best friend. Dimitri? Dimitri.
0: Dimitri's the fucking man, yo, dude. How the fuck did I Dimitri, love that kid. Yo,
1: how the fuck Dimitri pulled the fatty? <laughs> I'm
0: fucking done. I love that
1: kid, dude. But I'm kind of glad uh, he's, like, his ex that dated that girl that went to Copa Kai. Yeah, Moon or whatever. Or whatever. I'm kind of glad she's just seeing him again.
0: Yeah, I mean, the movie's... I mean, the show's fucking great, dude. I mean, if I'm being honest, I thought maybe, like, the... Sh- you know, from, the, like, the movies and shit, they could pump out, like, a season or two. I did not expect them to keep it going for five seasons and for it to still be this fucking good.
1: You know what, you know what actually saved Cobra Kai? Because uh, it was, the first two seasons, it was on uh, the YouTube TV bullshit. Yeah, and then Netflix bought it out, and they fucking saved the show. I was like, all right. It's like, if if you remember, Cobra Kai is like, okay... If you have kids, okay. This is your generation. Cry the movie, Cry Segma, but they still bring back. They still bring back the uh, Danny versus Johnny situation. How they were friends, like, and they want to whoop each other's asses. I think
0: one of the things I think is really cool too is that they've the directors of the show have already talked about this once. That like Hillary Swank, because you know they had like the the movie with her in it. She's talked about how she'd like to transition to Cobra Kai, and the directors have said. That her movie is canon within the TV universe, so there's a chance that maybe she could show up somewhere, maybe in this season or the next. I'm, uh, That'd like, be are, fucking sick.
1: Are you confirmed for two seasons, two more?
0: I don't know, but I mean, it's Netflix ain't gonna cancel that show anytime soon. Dude. No, that it, show's fucking. You, you gotta feel bad for Ralph Macchio though. The dude's like fucking sixty something. He's still out here like, fucking doing
1: karate, bro.
0: Hey, like that poor fucker. But
1: oh uh, fucking uh uh, did dude played uh John Creed.
0: John Creese, that Kreese? dude's fucking old yo, as shit too.
1: Yo, uh, what's me call it? Fucking those
0: dudes. Look, real quick, those dudes all look fucking great for their age, man. Fuck okay. it, they look fucking fantastic for how old they are.
1: Yo, for I or, or who's your favorite? Like all of, like of the
0: older ones. Yeah, who's your favorite? I don't know, man, I feel like people would want me to say Daniel De Russo.
1: No, fuck it. But I, I
0: fucking love Johnny Lawrence, dude. Dude, Johnny fucking Lawrence. I just, I fucking connect with Johnny so much deeper than I do with Daniel, dude. Cause like, you, Johnny's like the everyday man. Because you know why? You know, he's a fucking drunk dude. <laughs> <laughs> he got fucking nothing but karate, dude. Like, and he, Daniel came and took that away from him, you, little fucker. a you know, piece of shit.
1: Yo, know, Johnny was talking about, uh, he, he wanted babes. Like, he, like, he only. Yeah, dude. Yo, know, the funny thing when he was on social media and they made that fight happen, uh, he was like, like you only follow one person. You follow Miguel.
0: <laughs> yeah, when Johnny got Miguel's fine-ass mom, dude. She fine as hell.
1: But um, I'm hoping um, they're still together in the upcoming season. I'll fucking
0: let her pee on me, dude. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, on the air, I'll let Miguel's mom pee on me. Yo, I, I, she's I, hot, I, dude. Yo,
1: she's hot, and her mom's hot, too. Yeah, And yo, fucking LaRusso's wife's hot, dude. Yo, I, I, they all hot. But I was speaking in the season... Uh, I didn't really like, uh, I like Russo like, how, how she was more determined, or how she was, like, tells, the, tells the chick, like, oh, you can't fucking do this, or, or else I'm gonna fucking get your ass. I start, I hate how she started getting more, yeah, more cocky, if, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. I get it. But, but yeah, not-
0: real quick, I just want to say, this ain't a spoiler, cause it was in the fucking trailer. But I'm ridiculously hyped to see the Chosen, Daniel, and Johnny all fucking team up. That's going to be one of the greatest team ups probably in history. Oh, dude.
1: But dude. Um, that shit's going to be or, amazing, dude. Here'll here be the kicker. You know how uh, Silver says uh, they're expanding? Yeah, and they're
0: bringing all those new senseis and shit. What? Yo, that shit's going to be wild.
1: All right. They didn't show all the senseis? What if Hillary shrank? Oh, yo, I would fucking shit
0: my pants, dude. I'm not even kidding. I would shit myself. That'd be fucking wild, dude. I'd be like... I don't like they turn her to the good side, because they're like, yo, you trained with Mr. Miyagi. I'll, he wouldn't watch you doing this.
1: Yeah, that movie... she like, oh my God, you're right. Um, Yeah, that movie, uh Kid 3 or 4, or whatever fucking... One I of, didn't mind that movie. I pretty hate that. I thought it was a
0: yeah. decent movie. It was all right. I was like, oh, it was bullshit, because it was...
1: was Larry Swank's
0: a badass, dude. Yo, it was Plus, he's hot. Uh, yeah. She,
1: yeah. Oh, the, be- the best part about that movie was... I, I get it. Mr. Miyagi's teaching... Her the same way, but it's like, all oh, right, that's cool. Kind of cool. They're fighting, uh, whoever. Uh, yeah. The sh- the trailer. Uh, yeah. Cobra Kai. gets expanded so far, but um, I-, I was speaking. Uh, my favorite part was uh, when uh, uh, who the fuck is the girl? Samantha. Samantha. Sam. When she she drove. Two hours of Santa Barbara talked to her friend.
0: Oh, yeah, that one chick. Yo. That was in the first season and they dropped her. That was, like, second season or something? Or second season, they dropped her.
1: Yo, you know what surprised it came back? Who? Fucking St- Stingray. Stingray. Fucking love that guy, dude. <laughs> that guy's my favorite. Yeah, he did. Yo, I, I found a reason why he didn't ever was on the show. Or part of that part of the yeah, season. Yeah, he was
0: doing movies and shit, man. Huh?
1: that, and he was on probation. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, but yo,
0: real quick, before we jump to the next trailer, just a quick plot synopsis for you guys, if you don't know. Uh, season 5, following the shocking results of the All-Valley Tournament, Terry Silver is expanding the Cobra Kai empire and trying to make his No Mercy style of karate the only game in town. With Kreese behind bars and Johnny Lawrence setting karate aside to focus on... Repairing the damages he's caused, Daniel LaRusso must call on an old friend for help. So yeah, the Chosen is going to be a big part of this season coming up, which is going to be sick as fuck because he's awesome.
1: Yep, yo, you, know, you know, think about he's it? He's a
0: fucking badass. I love
1: that guy. If you think about it, I just want to go back and watch The Cry of Kids again.
0: They are fucking great movies.
1: what like now I realize when you watch Cry Kid Kids because you watch Johnny's point of view. We we talked about this one earlier. <laughs>
0: Yeah, how Daniel's actually the real villain. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Daniel.
1: Piece but, of shit. But he's still cool. He's still talking about Mr. Still love Daniel.
0: Daniel's the man. Yo, dude. But fuck you.
1: Yeah, I should have finished it. I should have finished that a long time ago. But, Probably, I, but. look look how I finished it now when we had time for uh, a with a month. Because, you know, I, I hate watching the TV show and finish it. And you got to wait two years. I'm talking to you stranger fucking things. We got to wait fucking two years for don't you
0: Don't worry, guys. Stranger Things won't be, isn't going to take as long as the last one.
1: I know, but it's still because Kobe hit and whatnot.
0: Yeah.
1: Is this the final season?
0: What, season, Stranger Things? Season five, yeah, it's the final season.
1: Dude, I heard I heard they might do uh, uh fucking number one. I don't know what dude's name is.
0: Yeah, Vecna. turn to Vecna.
1: Mike's going to turn into Vecna.
0: Oof, I hope so. I fucking hate Mike. He's a little bitch. But I get it. No uh, offense, Mike, but you're a little bitch. It was Mike or Will, or no, Will. Yeah, well, it's Will. You know, f- Mike's you're a, a fucking badass. Yeah, Mike's the man. Love that guy.
1: But anyway, um,
0: yeah, let's talk about the next trailer.
1: Oh, like, Go like, like this funny when I watched the trailer, I was like, all right, I saw the, I saw the cover art, I saw the pictures. Uh, my boy Lewis, just the goof hair.
0: Yeah, my man's fucking. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does in the show because him as an actor is fucking hilarious. So, like, I'm excited to see him kind of take on, like, a little bit more of a serious you, you
1: role. You know, what, uh, not, really serious, not really
0: serious, Well, but a lot more serious than most of his shit he does. Yeah, that's true. Um, Catherine
1: Zeta-Jones. Yeah, Catherine Zeta. As Tricia?
0: Yeah, real quick, you know, we're talking about Wednesday Adams. We dropped a trailer for the Wednesday show on Netflix being made by... Tim, the by fucking man, Burton. Th- Yeah, Burton, so... Real quick, let's just read off this cast, because this cast list is fucking insane. Uh, we got Jenna Ortega, one of the stars of the most recent Scream movie, which she was fucking great in. Uh, she's going to be playing Wednesday Adams. Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia Addams. Uh, we got... Victor Dorobantu as Thing. Uh, Christina Ritchie, who played... Uh, who we played Wednesday Adams in the old Adam Sanders movies? It's supposed to be in the show. Undisclosed role so far. Uh, Isaac Ordunas as Pugsley Adams. George Brukia as Lurch. And then Louis Guzman, Louis Guzman as Gomez Adams, obviously. And yep. then, hold on. The plot symb- synopsis for the show. Is the series will be a coming-of-age supernatural mystery comedy focusing on Wednesday Adams and her years as high as a high school student at Nevermore Academy, where she attempts to master her psychic powers, stop a monstrous killing spree of the town citizens, and solve the supernatural mystery that affected her family 25 years ago, all while navigating her new relationships. So, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be fucking sick. Yeah, that fucking trailer was fucking... Eight episodes, though. Only eight episodes. That's pretty shitty, but okay. That's okay. Hey,
1: so, is this a miniseries, or is this going to be...
0: No, I mean, I think they're going to turn it into a full-blown show. Like, it's going to have a couple seasons, but... I you mean, know, what? Netflix does that with a lot of shit, though. We'll probably just, you know, they'll probably release eight episodes this season, and then see how it does, and then if it's good, then they'll probably... Next season, will have a couple more.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping they, uh, with Lurch, because I see his height. Six foot three, the, the actor. Oh, he's older than me, the fucker. Mm-hmm. From, from Romania. But uh, I'm hoping they put him on a stilts or make him a little taller, because Lurch. I'm sure
0: they will, by fucking. They'll probably do it through, like. CGI. Like CGI and shit. And the, yeah, I mean, the fucking trailer for Wednesday looks fucking sick, dude. You know, it looks like it's going to be fucking pretty gory, which is awesome. I was hoping they'd put some gore in it. I mean, in the trailer, pretty much early on in the trailer, you show it shows her releasing a bag, releasing bags of piranhas into a fucking high school swimming pool, which was pretty fucking hilarious. But yeah, man. I mean, Wednesday the Wednesday trailer looks badass. I'm pretty hyped for that.
1: Yo, uh, talking about my man Lewis. You ever watch Boogie Nights? Yes. <laughs> did he play like a? Did he play like a, like a, a drug dealer kind of deal, kind of guy? I don't know.
0: I haven't seen that movie in fucking years.
1: But right. but anyway, um, real get... quick,
0: real quick, hold on. Before we go through everything else, real quick, just a couple little things I want to talk about real quick in the Hollywood game. Before we hop into the last little bit, uh, first of all, something I learned today. Did you know that when they were first making when they were making the first Terminator movie, Orion Productions wanted O.J. Simpson as the Terminator. Did you know that? Imagine how fucking different that movie would be. I imagine. Because O.J. will not be in that situation he was in. Imagine. That's crazy. Imagine. But then, and then also, real quick, another trailer that dropped uh, for this movie called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. And I'm going to give you a little synopsis of what this movie is about. The trailer looks fucking amazing. The story itself looks fucking awesome, and I can't wait to watch it. It looks like it's going to be a great film to watch. Uh, In 1967, John Donahue... As, a 26 year, as a tw- was a 26-year-old U.S. Marine Corps veteran working as a merchant seaman when he was challenged one night in New York City bar. The men gathered, had lost family and friends in the ongoing war in Vietnam. One friend proposed an idea many might deem pers- preposterous. One of them should sneak into Vietnam, track down their buddies in combat, and give each of them a message of support from back home, maybe some laughs, and a beer. So that's basically it's based on a true story too. This like this really happened. A buddy, a guy traveled to Vietnam to find his war to find his buddies that were in combat and deliver them a beer from back home. <laughs> and I mean the stack the cast is stacked. It's got fucking Zac Efron as John Chickie Donahue, uh Russell Crowe as Arthur Coates, a war photographer who accompanies Chicky, Bill Murray as the Colonel, a bartender, uh Jake Pickin as Rick Duggan. Dugan, uh, Will Rop as Kevin McLoon, Archie Renault's as Bobby Pappas, Kyle Allen as Tommy Collins. I mean, this the fucking cast oh.
1: is badass. You right? got to mention the Colonel. Bill motherfucking I fucking Merck.
0: said that. You didn't?
1: What? You didn't? Oh, I didn't pay attention.
0: Of course. Yeah, you never pay attention. Dylan O'Brien in this.
1: Who? Dylan O'Brien? No, he's not. Yes, he is. Where? I'm going to Google one. Never mind, you can't really trust Google anymore. But anyway. Are you ready to tell her a little less? Yeah, i would. Or um alright. Cheetah came up with me with this idea. Say so I got a surprise question, a a moment question to just throw you off a little bit. Uh can you explain to me what you said? Oh yeah. So basically,
0: I said the question I asked him was if you could go back and experience four movies for the first time again, what would you choose and why?
1: All right. Um, my four my four movies because it was once again spur. My first movie, it's not it's not an order. It it doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh Full Metal Jacket. It's a solid pick. Because I want to see that part when uh, Powell, Gomer Pile? Gomer Pile. Gomer Pile uh goes crazy, and um the fucking drill started what is your problem? numb nuts <laughs> I mean it's a solid flick oh fuck and at, uh, the first hour first hour of that movie basic training like i i I get it when they get to the other part it, it kind of got bon it kind of got a little boring cause it wasn't it wasn't funny it wasn't like okay the guy's that student like, oh uh, who cares well um yeah, I, w- I want to read for that, for the first hour and a half, first hour and 15, because how they have the boot camp. Yes. Then it would still be kind of cool when that prostitute came down the street. He's like, hey, baby, want a good time for five bucks?
0: All right, man, you don't have to recite the entire movie, though. So it's, it's a simple question.
1: Number two, Scarface. Okay. It, because... um that mean, uh, Rough Riders like when he when he had that platinum edition, uh, it was weird. When he had a diamond edition, or it came out, Rough Riders did a little commentator on it. Com- they said the message of the movie. Uh, Al Pacino probably agree with them. Do not get high on your own supply. Well, I mean, obviously. Uh good movie. I just want to see uh, Al Pacino say, "You fucking cockroaches." Logan, my number three. There we go. That's a, what I wouldn't give to
0: see that movie again for the first time.
1: Like, like, are you talking like first time, like... Yeah, like first time ever seeing it. Like, just, the movie just got swiped out of your memory? Yeah,
0: like you don't remember anything. You're seeing it for the very first time
1: ever. Oh, fuck it. Logan, because that's... Yeah, you that intro- had
0: a fucking impact, man.
1: Yo, I, no lie, I shed a tear. Oh, me too. Who didn't? <laughs> if you didn't shed a tear, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> I was not going to go with the more basic answers because they're more fresh. Uh, my last movie... Oh I'm I'm taking this wide right. It's like still another not military, but it's a military base. Gran Turismo. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Clint Eastwood. Yo, that car fantastic was movie. that car was fucking phenomenal.
0: I used to stack zipper heads like you, ten feet tall, nom. I'm sorry, so <laughs> That's a great flick. Yeah, it's a good flick.
1: Yo, right how, how surprised were you about? I mean, it's definitely not answers I thought you were
0: gonna give. That's for sure.
1: Yo, what is what like? What is I you thought use? you were going to be like basic bitch shit. Honestly, I
0: kind of thought you were going to put a Twilight movie on there, if I'm being honest. Because so I know you're gonna, like obsessed with those
1: fucking stupid movies. Yo, did I have
0: to do that time how I watched Twilight? No, I don't care. What's I movie? will literally never talk about Twilight on this podcast ever. You just did? Yeah, well, I'm not ever talking about it again. That was it. That was the last time ever. <laughs> so let me get into my fucking list. My list, number one, this is going to be a given for anyone who knows me. And it's not that I want to experience this movie for the first time. I want to experience this movie with new people. Okay? But I had to go with Endgame. Endgame was fucking huge. It meant so much for anybody who had watched Marvel for the past 10 years. 10 or 11 years, whatever the fuck it was. And, like, as great as it would be to experience that movie for the first time again, I also want to experience it with new people. Because the people I was in the row with... They had, like they showed like no fucking emotion. I was like legit going crazy. I was like punching the wall and shit. I was fucking hyped, and they're all just like, "Oh, that's awesome, man! How cool!" Wait, wait, I was hyped too. Literally, the rest of the theater around us was going literally fucking berserk. Like people were standing up out of their seats, cheering and shit. Everybody in my row was just like, "Yeah, that's cool, man. Oh, oh that's so cool." But yeah, I'd like to see that movie again with new people. Who? Oh, well, I'm out of the group. No, you can come, but new people. Oh. And then uh number 2, I put a specific one, but honestly any of the 3 I'd like to experience again. But I did choose Lord of the Rings: Return of the King because the movie is fucking fantastic and it's a, it's an amazing, you know, conclusion to an already great franchise. But I mean literally any of the 3 Lord of the Rings movies I'd love to experience those again for the first time because they're fucking phenomenal.
1: The yeah, 2. That's little...
0: probably one of the only 10 out of 10 trilogies ever in my opinion uh, number three I think like this one's gonna kind of surprise a little people because I feel like a lot of people are gonna think that I don't you know that this movie was never on my radar but the Truman Show with Jim Carrey what? that movie was fucking insane the first time I watched it, and I just watched it recently for the first time and like I don't know that movie just did something to me man it left an impact on me that like I kind of want to experience that impact all over again if possible And then my last pick, because I think that this is one of the best comedies ever written. It's one of my favorite comedies for sure. I went with Dodgeball. The movie is fucking fantastic. It's got to be one of the best comedies ever in history, in my opinion. Um, You know, fucking Tony Perkis walked so White Goodman could run. Uh, So, I I, I mean, I watch Dodgeball now and it still gives me the same impact, but I'd love to experience it all over again. And, obviously, I have a lot of, you know, basic answers for who I am as a person, but I chose to leave those out because, you know, I didn't want everybody to say that I was using cop-out answers. Like, obviously, I could have said the Sandlot Goonies. or the Goonies. Toy Story. Toy Story, you know, my basic answers. But I wanted to kind of, you know, branch out a little bit. But, you know, I had to put Lord of the Rings in there because those movies are fucking great. Oh. <laughs> right but, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I heard over here. Yeah. I think that's it for us. I think we're good for the night. Oh yes, yes we uh, are. Just real quick before we leave, I'm just gonna address this real fast because I don't want to give it any more light because you know it's trash and it doesn't deserve any light. But the game released a diss track about Eminem. It's fucking terrible. Uh, his career is probably over now. So, you know, good day to you, sir.
1: I like a couple songs from the game. I mean, he's not a bad rapper, but why would
0: you go after Eminem? Like, you really just trying to refuel your career because you haven't dropped anything in fucking forever. But anyways, yeah, he dropped a diss track. Don't listen to it; it's fucking trash. But uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be it from us. I'm gonna go eat some food. I'm fucking starving. So oh,
1: wait, hold, on. H- hold on, we're going back to our argument. What, what argument? Yeah, you're right. She she is turned twenty seven this year.
0: Yeah, I fucking told you. What did I say? On Christmas, she's fucking so sexy. Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna get fucking turned down in here. All right, I think that's gonna be it for us. I'm gonna let Chop roll us on out of here.
1: Go uh, ahead, sir. All right, all right. That was another c- a conclusion of chopping Cheetah in the morning. But at night... Chop out.
0: Thanks for riding along, losers. Cheetah out. <laughs>